Welcome back to Program Perceptions, which is a podcast geared towards dissecting ways we might have been programmed and talking through our perceptions. My name is Dr. Tanisha Barton, and I'm so excited that you decided to listen to this episode because I wanted to talk a little bit about the word self. And I know that sounds a little bit ridiculous, and you're probably thinking like, oh gosh, where is she going with this, right? But over the past couple of weeks, I've really been reflecting on myself a little bit, and I've really been thinking through some some things in my life that I feel like have defined me and quite frankly, really helped me to be successful in life, not just like successful in life, like, you know, great job and like great career and all these things, but I mean, defining me and helping me grow in ways that I never even thought were possible. And so let me talk a little bit about what that means. So I remember when I was in middle school, I actually experienced bullying. And one of the reasons why I experienced bullying is because there was a perception probably that my life was perfect. There were things that I I was able to do that I, I think... It, it looked as though I had a perfect life and a perfect home life. I played volleyball. I played club volleyball for many years um, at an expensive club. And I think the look of what it really looked like in, in, in regards to me playing that sport made it look like my I had this perfect life. I had no worries, no concerns or anything. And so I think because of that, a lot of people saw me as somebody that they assumed that I was. And I think that that brought on some bullying. Now, having said that I have been bullied before, I have always been an athlete. I've always been air quotes popular. So it wasn't bullying in the sense that, you know, a lot of kids deal with very, very heavy bullying and, and like, and go through really terrible experiences. So it wasn't I want to say on the on the very heavy hardcore bullying, but it was more of an a, a like I would like to say more of like a, a not emotional bullying. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it was more like bullying in regards of I think that I'm better or casting doubt on me as a human because I just I just wouldn't understand. My life is different and I just wouldn't get it. And so what it did is it it created this the space to where I thought certain friends that I hung out with and that I quite frankly played other sports with. Like I thought that they were my friends, but then it, it turned out to be that they were trying to isolate me because I thought I was better. So in going through that being younger, I can still remember to this day how I felt and how I wanted to make sure that I overcame the situation because I knew that I didn't deserve that. Now, how I knew that, I'll, I'll never know. But I just remember thinking, are these people serious? I I, I want to be friends with them, but it's not worth being their friends if they're always going to talk about what I have or they're always going to lessen my life experiences because my life experiences weren't like theirs. So in saying all of that, as I got older, I had to figure out ways to go through life and pick myself up by my own bootstraps even when the people that loved me and, and acted like they were my friends weren't there for me. And so that's where I feel like I grew myself and, and, and really started to understand and figure out who I was as a human being. I will tell you now, 36 years old, 
there are still people that assume that they know who I am and assume that they know what I stand for and assume all of these things about me. And quite frankly, it is what it is. But when I was younger, I had to develop this self person of my, this person that I had to either step into or figure out what I wanted to be. And so I wanted to make an episode to talk a little bit about self and what it means to me and how I feel like I've evolved as a human being that I'm always putting myself in a category to really move forward. So um, first, let me just say, I have been thinking about how I want to articulate my thoughts in this episode and how I wanted to talk about this topic because I think it matters. And so one of the things that I wanted to mention is that if you follow me on any of my social media accounts, you will know that I do not take myself too seriously. That does not mean that I, I don't get serious. That doesn't mean that there aren't things in life that you know are very important, but I feel like for me, social media, I'm not here to tell you how perfect my life is. I'm not here to tell you how perfect I want you to think my life is. I'm just here to give you the real deal. So whether it's I'm frustrated with something, something annoyed me, I've had a bad day, I've had a bad week, I'm feeling insecure, I'm feeling whatever, like here we are. I think that's also part of me having a podcast is just being honest and actually sharing out what I'm thinking and what I'm going through. And so again, it all goes back to yourself. So one of the things that I value and that I do probably 90% of the time is what I call self-talk. So a lot of you, especially if you are a former athlete, you've heard of the term self-talk. Some of you might not have heard of the term self-talk or really know what that even means or how to even use it. So for me, self-talk is that little voice that you are talking to yourself, but inside of your head. And for me, self-talk is so important because it dictates your moods. You're, you are going to believe whatever you tell yourself. If you tell yourself you are overweight, if you tell yourself you're the best singer, if you tell yourself you're great at this, you're great at that, if you tell yourself enough, you're going to start believing it because that is how your brain works. So for me, self-talk was so important as I was navigating through life and as I was trying to figure out who I was and I was trying to really find my own footing in the world. To be honest, to this day, self-talk is probably the most important part of myself that I pride myself on. It's so important to make sure that the things that I tell myself in my head impact me in a positive way. Or quite frankly, sometimes I might self-talk myself in a way that might not seem so positive that if I was verbally saying it, but for me, it's what helps get me motivated. Example, sometimes I will lay in bed and I will roll over and I will get my phone and I will look at social media first thing in the morning. And I start to tell myself, Tanisha, you're better than this. Tanisha, get up. Tanisha, what are you doing? Why are you laying here? And it's almost like this nagging thing that I do with myself. But really what I'm doing is I'm self-talking my way out of the situation that I'm in. You can do that with anything. You can self-talk your way to eating better. You can self-talk your way to having a better, healthier friendship. You can self-talk your way into feeling like you are the best, you know, badass employee or whatever. Like you can self-talk yourself into a lot of things. And so I want to encourage you out there, if you are somebody that struggles with finding motivation or struggles to kind of identify yourself in spaces, start telling yourself things. Start telling yourself 
who you are and start speaking that into existence because you, you will hear yourself and you will start to mimic behaviors that you want with that self-talk. So for me, self-talk has helped me in so many different ways. And so I, I quite frankly think that that is number one. The second thing I want to talk about is, is, is self-care. And a lot of people consider self-care, self-love together as the same thing. I don't. So for me, when I say self-care, I mean doing things to care for yourself. For some people, self-care is not being on social media for a week. For some people, self-care is every Friday laying back and just watching your favorite show or whatever. Everybody has a different a different definition of self-care. But to me, self-care is, is about how you're taking care of yourself. Um, self-care for me is probably getting my hair done. That's just something that I enjoy doing. I feel like I'm taking care of myself whenever I get my hair done. Another thing for self-care for me that is maybe a little bit more geared towards, you know, a life, you know, life decisions. Self-care to me is organizing my finances. If I am working really hard to achieve goals, to reach goals, to figure things out in my life, self-care is about me getting my finances in order, taking time to educate myself, taking time to read, taking time to listen, taking time to make sure that I am organizing myself in a way that I am taking care of myself. So that is my definition of self-care. For me, self-love, in my personal opinion, equally is important, but self-love is making sure that I remember to love myself, right? So similar to self-talk where you're constantly making sure that you're feeding yourself the right information and that you're feeding yourself information that can help you and guide you. For me, self-love is almost like giving yourself a hug. How are you fulfilling yourself? What does that look like? How are you loving on yourself? How are you, what are you doing for yourself, your body? Are you working out? Are you eating healthy? Are you like, what are, what are you doing to love on yourself? For me, something else I think of when I think of self-love is what would I be willing to do my husband to make sure that he feels loved and that he feels supported? It could be anything, right? Just things that I know that would show him my love. Those are things that I, that I think encompasses self-love. Same with like your parents. How, how would you love your parents? How would you love your friend? Would you reach out to your friend to make sure that they know that you love them? Would you check in with them to make sure that they're good? How would you show love to somebody that you care about? Whatever way you would show love to them, consider doing those things for yourself. I mentioned, you know, call or sending a text to a friend and checking in or FaceTiming them or whatever you choose to do. Do that for yourself check in with yourself as well. Love yourself so much that no matter what anybody says or feels about you, it bounces off because you know who you are. And if you know who you are, then it helps so many other things that you're doing in your life. The other thing I want to talk about, and I think some of this all kind of goes together is self-reflection um, and self-improvement. So self-reflection to me is, is something that matters to me for a lot of different reasons. So when I say self-reflection, I mean reflecting on yourself with your own self lens. Don't reflect on yourself through somebody else's lens. If somebody else calls you 
selfish, you don't have to believe what that person was saying to you. Check yourself. See how you feel. Do you feel like you were selfish? Okay, if you feel like you were selfish, great. Apologize. That's self-awareness. Self-awareness is really figuring out and being aware of yourself so that you're able to grow or to be the person that you want to be. A lot of self-awareness also is not putting yourself in situations that you know you will not be happy in. Example, if you know that there's somebody that you don't like and you are about to go somewhere and that's somebody that you don't like, you really just don't want to see them. Be self-aware enough to know to pull yourself away from that situation, right? Or maybe that person doesn't even phase you so you can just show up to any place you want and just do your own thing. That's great. But what if something that person did something that would trigger you? How are you staying self-aware so that you're able to deal with that? So self-awareness is really creating an environment an environment so that you are able to, you know, determine how you're feeling and determine what your thought what your thoughts are. I think same with like self-reflection, right? As as people, sometimes I say as humans, but as people or whatever, we we need to make sure that we are holding ourselves accountable and holding hold, holding ourselves accountable to things that we value. I always use the analogy before I make a decision, this is part of my self-talk. I always say, Tanisha, if you do this, would you be able to live with this? Tanisha, if you do this, are you okay with whatever the consequences are? Tanisha, are, if you do this, or if you go through with this, or if you say that or whatever, are you comfortable with, with what might come your way? Have you thought about that, right? And it's kind of like a check-in so that I can make sure that whatever decision I make, whatever whatever path I, de- I decide um, to take, I think it's important to make sure that I'm self-reflecting and I'm comfortable with that. Because again, at the end of the day, I have to live with myself. I have to look in the mirror. I would have to defend myself if I felt necessary. So check in with yourself. Make sure that you are comfortable and reflecting on some things as well. Obviously, some of some of the self-words that I think we're often used and that are often thrown about um, in different ways is self-confidence and self-esteem. Obviously, being confident and having self-esteem is very important. I feel like, though, a lot of people that maybe struggle with self-esteem... Okay, let me rewind. Everybody at some point in certain situations struggles with self-esteem, whether it's a random Monday, day is terrible, random Tuesday, Wednesday night, you see something or whatever. We all struggle with insecurities and self-esteem problems sometimes. That's just natural. I always say they always say though, don't live there. Don't live in this place of low self-esteem. Because if you live there, you find that it's harder and harder to get yourself out of. It would be like in quicksand. If you very if you touch the quicksand and you react to it and you're able to get yourself out of the quicksand, it's way easier to get out of it. If you're in quicksand for three seconds. It's a little harder to get out. If you're in quicksand for three days, it's going to be really hard to get out if you can get out at all. So think about that when you're thinking of, you know what, I'm going to allow myself to feel what I'm feeling as part of making sure that you're, you know, being honest, self-reflecting, being aware, all of those things. But then on the flip side, I'm not going to let this define me. I think we've, I, I don't know, but there's a quote that's like, um, or I don't know if, know if it's a quote or just somebody said, 
don't be defined by your worst moments. Like those moments that are dark and you're feeling lonely and you're feeling who knows all of those negative thoughts. Don't let those negative thoughts, don't let those moments define who you are. And if you're, if you were to ask me, how would you get out of those things? I would say self-talk, start talking to yourself. It sounds maybe crazy to some people. I don't know, but self-talk works for me. Self-talk works for me when I am doing anything. I could be working out and I'll be on my third set. I'm doing 15 reps and I'll be on rep 11 and I want to throw the weights down because I'm tired or my I, I, my arms start to shake or, or whatever. The sweat enters my eye and everything is working against me and I want to stop. And I will tell myself, Tanisha, are you kidding me? You came this far and you're going to quit now. Are you a quitter? What are you doing? Why are you, why do you want to quit? And again, before I realize it, I knock out those other, you know, four reps or whatever it is. But again, it's because I've conditioned, or should I say programmed myself. So that self-talk works for me. It's almost like this thing that's embedded in me. And a lot of people will say, how do you get yourself like out of tough times? How are you able to, how are you able to just move past that? Oh my gosh, that thing happened to you. Like, how are you able to just let that go and move on? And I tell people all the time, I, my mind is very strong and I don't do things unless I've thought about them. And I always say, I say what I mean and I mean what I say and that's it. So if somebody ever comes to me and they're like, yeah, you said this, I will probably say, yeah, I did say that. And I meant it because that's who I am. I'm not going to apologize for being who I am. But I think what that means is that when things happen and I get, you know, a day where I'm feeling insecure or a day where I'm like, this sucks. I have so much on me. I'm not strong enough to do this, or I'm not, I'm not smart enough. Like, how did I get this role? How did I, how did I do this? Even to be fair, sometimes when I decided to create a podcast, I remember there were times where I was like, why would I create a podcast? What do I have to say? No one's going to listen to my podcast. This is Tanisha. You can't do a podcast, right? And I'm doubting myself. And finally, I was like, screw that. This is what you want to do. So do it, do it and take your time and go at your own pace and do what you're comfortable with. And so that's what I did. So I think it's important to note that on some level, all of us feel insecure at certain times, all of us feel down and out. But I think the way that you dig yourself out of that and the way that you talk yourself through that, I think is so important. And one of the other things I just want to mention is that I feel as, as a woman, uh, as somebody who I feel like is, I'm very, I'm very type A, I've mentioned this before. I think it is important to also admit when I am not at my best and being vulnerable to the people around me and being vulnerable to those people that I love and just saying, today is just not my day. I'm going to be fine tomorrow. I'm going to be fine next week or whatever. But right now in this moment, I am not at my best. Because if people love you and respect you and you come to them and you're just like, listen, I'm just not my best. I know that I can get through this, but right now I'm just really struggling with whatever it might be, right? You could be struggling with so many different things. Allow people to love you allow people in because once you see how people see you and once you see how people love you, it will help you recover and it will help you get yourself back 
And that's what this fight is for, right? This fight is for yourself. And so we all have those moments. And if you're listening to this and you're like, who is my person? Who would I let, who would I let love me? Who would I be vulnerable with? Who would I, who do I feel comfortable doing that to? If you're feeling that way, maybe you need to reconsider the people that you have around you. Maybe it is your parents. Maybe it is that one friend where you're like, yeah, we, we don't really go that deep. You know, we've known each other for 15, 16 years or whatever. We don't really go that deep. Um, I'm going to say this nicely, but if you've been a friend of somebody for that long and you can't go that deep and let them love you, I would really be thinking about the type of friendship that you have. And I mean that with all due respect, but part of being loved and part of loving and part of being a human it are those moments, are those vulnerable moments where you can just simply say, I am not at my best. I need somebody to pick me up and you're my friend. So let me just tell you what I'm going through. Obviously I'm married. So there's a lot of times where I'll just go to my husband and I'm just like, I'm just not feeling my best. This is just, this is, this just isn't my day. And there's nothing you can do. This just isn't my day. But I just wanted you to know, because I'm just not at my best right now. I'm, I'm just having one of those days. Right. And so again, allow yourself those moments, allow yourself to be a person. I started off this episode by talking about being bullied only to make the point that when I was in my darkest moment and when I, I said my darkest moment. And and what I mean by that is in that moment, at that stage in my life, it was the darkest moment I'd ever experienced. And so when I was in that moment, I remember the thing that bought me out of, brought me out of that moment was my ability to self-talk. And that is where I learned that behavior. Then it was more of a survival method, but now it's turned into a positive method. Being an athlete, I feel like if you don't self-talk yourself as an athlete, I don't even, I don't know. I like if you don't, I, I don't know how you did it. <laughs> I guess kudos to you. But I feel like for athletes, self-talking is almost a, a rite of passage. It's almost like you have to self-talk because so many things can happen in the course of no matter what sport you play, that half the time your only sanity is to hear yourself talk and to hear yourself talk through some things. But if you are somebody who is listening to this and you're thinking, man, I, I wish I was better at self-talking or man, I need to, I need to do better at self-love. I need to better at self-care. Again, this is Tanisha's podcast. My definitions of self-love, self-care might be totally different than yours. However, think about those things because if you don't start to put yourself first, nobody else is going to be able to. And I tell people all the time, when you get on a plane and they go over the, the, you know, the, the safety measures and they say to you, you know, before you put your mask, if you're traveling with a, a young child or something like that, before you put their mask on, put your mask on. And that's the same with this situation. You've got to take care of yourself so that you can be okay and that you can be everything you want to be to somebody else. Or maybe, like I said, maybe you become vulnerable in situations and you need to lean on somebody else to really be that person for you. But anyways, again, I know the the start of this episode might've been a little weird and you might see the, the title and be like, what is she talk self? What is she even talking about? And again, I just kind of wanted to get on here and talk more about what I mean by self, self self-reflection, self-awareness, self-talk, what that looks like, how it's helped me, how it's shown up in my life. And I think it's important that I'm able to have these honest conversations. I, I guess it's not really a conversation if you're talking to yourself, depending on who you ask. I don't know. 
Um, but just get on here and really talk through things because I think it's important for people to hear somebody else's perspective and to realize that I am a human, right? And so no matter what what idea of me that you have in your head, whether it's good, bad, and different, whatever, I've heard it all, I want you to know where I'm coming from and I want you to know some experiences that I've had and I want you to know some things that have helped me. So hopefully this episode helps you or hopefully you can take, even if it's one thing from this episode, I will, I usually say this, sometimes I forget, but if this episode isn't helpful for you, maybe you will think it is helpful for somebody else that is in your life that you can share this episode with them. Um, and so they can take a lesson. So I will end it here. I do want to say that if you have any interest, you can follow me on my Instagram, Dr. Tanisha Barton. And my socials for uh, this podcast is program at Program Perceptions on Instagram. And my website is programperceptions.com. I would love to hear your thoughts, love to get any feedback that you had, and would love to talk through or dissect or anything that you would like to hear. So as always, your perceptions aren't always reality. Sometimes they're the lens and once you have been programmed. Thank you so much for listening.